things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Yo, 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 grace and peace, guys. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Theology, where I'm your host, K-Dub. We got to talk about it, y'all, man. Everybody's been seeing it. Let's talk about Alan Parr. Let's talk about Aaron Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Marcus Rodgers. (laughs) Let's talk about it, man. You got a lot of people defending these false teachers, man. And my job here is only to make you think about it. Think about it. I'm not here to convince you. I only want you to think about it. Think about it in light of what scripture says. But before we get into the video, you don't know how we do it. We got 41 people watching, nine likes. Make sure you like this video. Subscribe to the channel if you're not. And as always, click the notification bell so you can be aware when I go live. Like this, right off the whim. I'm right off the whim going live. So make sure you click the notification bell. Let's talk about it, y'all. A while ago, let's set the context. Let's set, let's set the stage, right? A while ago, um, Aaron, Alan Parr, sorry, Alan Parr and Marcus Rogers did a video where um, Alan Parr confronted Marcus Rogers on his her- heresies. In that video, he called Marcus Rogers a brother, right? And a lot of people left really like, Okay, yes, he disagrees, but it seems that Alan Parr affirms him as a brother. You know, must check out Alan's video in entirety before saying anything. That's why I'm responding. I've watched the full video. <laughs> so that's why I'm going to say something now, because I've watched the video. Nevertheless, um, yeah, so they, they did that. And a lot of people were confused. They made videos. And really, Alan Parr disappeared from the scene for a while. You know, didn't kind of address it. And now this seems to be his response to, well, why I affirmed Marcus Rogers. And in this video, we're going to literally play seems right. He did affirm Marcus Rogers as a brother. Even in this video, he affirms Marcus Rogers as a brother. And matter of fact, really gives the call to YouTube as well should. We're going to see that. This video is really a defense of Marcus Rogers. He doubles down. He, he doubles down on Marcus Rogers. Um, his defense and so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play you you guys know how i how i do we're gonna play the whole video and i'm gonna respond we're gonna respond to it because the 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 scriptural examples he gives were horrendous um at best he's offering pragmatism at worst he's uh coddling a a a a false teacher and not only calling a false teacher, literally l- opening the gates to say, sheep, go to the wolf. Go to the wolf, right? It's it, it's so bad on so many, so many levels. And so I hear, and so I hear Alan Parr when he says he believes the Trinity is essential. I, I hear him, right? <laughs> and I want to give grace. I want to give, okay, I hear you. But then only for you to turn around and you to defend a person who denies the very thing you say is essential. So I I step back and say, hmm, do you really believe the Trinity is essential? Right? For example, right? I say, hey, faith in Christ alone is necessary for salvation. If you believe in someone else for your salvation, right? 
then you're not my brother, right? Then I jump on a video where some were saying, some other religion, some cult say, no, this other person is necessary for salvation. And I say, okay, yeah, we disagree. You're still my brother. I love you. And you would be like, hold on, K-Dub. You tripping, bro. And I would say, <laughs> now I would say, absolutely. That person's in, com- com- they're in conflict with their own, um, own theology, right? So the question I have for, for um, Alan Parr is, why? Why, given that you claim, you, you profess, right, that the Trinity is essential for salvation, that one must believe in the Trinity, but then someone denies the Trinity, and not only denies the Trinity, <laughs> literally redefines the Godhead in a way we've never seen before, guys, right? We, we, if you've been following my channel, you've seen that, right? <laughs> Alan, uh, Marcus Rogers not only denies the Trinity, he he has a God no one has ever seen before in human history. And uh, April, appreciate your video. I had to go live. <laughs> I had to talk about it. I appreciate you going live, talking about it as well. So, yeah, he has to understand that this was bad. But you guys know how I do. I, I don't want to just give you a synopsis of someone saying. I like to I like to have them play. And guess what? Me and Alan Parr, we live in the same city. Y'all didn't know that, did y'all? <laughs> we live in the same city. We're probably about five, ten minutes away. And so if he wants to dialogue, this it's, it's nothing to it. We can dialogue to someone who's going to be respectful to him, right? Hey, I thought he wanted to build a bridge, right? <laughs> Let's build a bridge, Alan Parr. I'm, I'm more than willing to do that. And so um, we'll see if it happens. Um, he, he said at the end of this video, he's cool with people making videos about the situation and disagreeing. All right. Well, that's all this is. And so, um, yeah, man, let's 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 just get into this video. Let's let's talk about it, y'all. Every single person that you will ever meet in life, you will have a decision to make. Am I going to build a bridge towards this person? Uh, Seiko says, what church he attends? Uh, uh, hit me, hit me up, bro. I think, I think I know, but, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to roll up on him, man. I, you know, I'll, I'll be respectful. You know, I, I just want to talk. Yeah. We're in the same city though. Same city. So there's, yeah, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me go back so I can, so make sure I'm not taking anything out of context. So let's go. With every single person that you will ever meet in life, you will have a decision to make. Am I going to build a bridge towards this person or build a barrier? So that's the first thing he says. So here's a question I want to um, ask back to Alan Parr. What's the basis or standard by which you decide you want to build a bridge or barrier? Because it doesn't seem theology is. I mean, I mean, let me take this out of the way. It doesn't seem that scripture is the standard by which you decide that barrier is built. Or doctrine or or, 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 or orthodoxy. Because he's going to say some things in this video that, that it's like, man, it's, it's true. I'm like, okay, I'll rock with, I, I hear you, you know, but let's keep going. That was the decision that I had to make with regards to Marcus Rogers. Now, if you're not, he had to make this, he had to make this decision. All right. Familiar, a little while back, I invited Marcus <laughs> Rogers on my YouTube channel to do a live stream together to discuss some of his theology. And, and um, 
shout out to my man Chris Holmes, man. Um, hopefully I pronounced that right. I doubt it. <laughs> but yeah, it's a bit of a false dichotomy, right? Because it's either you're building a a bridge or you're a barrier. Like, I, I, some some of that needs to fle- be fleshed out, you know. So, oh, yeah. The result: a lot of people roasted me because I called Marcus Rod and. People weren't roasting you. They had theological concerns. So listen to how he's painting himself right now. The victim. You know, I made this video. I was trying to just build a bridge between Marcus Rogers. Poor me got roasted. You guys roasted me. No, people have uh, theological concerns with you partnering with the non-Trinitarian. With you partnering with someone who says you must be baptized. You must um speaking tongues in order to be saved who adds works to the gospel with someone who says jesus was just a mere thought prior to the incarnation so these are the concerns but but this is what people do when they're backed in the corner they can't fit defend it theologically they change the narrative you you got to be careful you got to be careful they change the narrative you know he changed the narrative to him being roasted just just trying to partner with someone who, you know, we have different theological views to no the, the 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 issue is him denying the Trinity and you still think he's a brother. Him saying must one must speak in tongues or be water baptized in order to be saved. Someone says Jesus was a mere thought. All these things you sidestep. You you just you under the rug. Yeah. Don't hey, don't worry about it. It's like the Wizard of Oz. Don't worry about the man behind the screen. Don't don't worry about that. And, and here's what I'm not, I, I don't want to get in the motivations of why, but I am concerned and I'm gonna let that be out, share out. A brother and I did not openly call him a false teacher. Now, let me be clear. There are points of his theology that I firmly disagree with. I do not agree with the types of videos that he puts out with regards to saying, God told me this in a dream. God told me that. I'm pulling snakes out of people's backs and things like that. I don't agree with his position on the baptism of the Holy Spirit and tongues being the evidence of speaking in tongues. I don't agree with his position on the Trinity. And I'm sure there are other points of theology that we would disagree with. But the decision that I had to make is, am I going to choose to build a barrier towards Marcus Rogers or am I going to choose to build a bridge towards him? Let me say this, biblically speaking, those who entertain false doctrines, those who adhere to uh, doctrines that that are, uh, you know, yeah, heretical, they're the ones who have built the bridge. (laughs) They've decided for me. So guess what? I cannot partner. I cannot partner with the Mormon. Why? Because they deny the Trinity with their polytheism they deny salvation by grace through faith read moroni 10 31 second nephi 25 23 for that reference um they deny essential doctrines and they add to scripture so guess what i can't align myself with a mormon i can't align myself with a a, a, a muslim they deny the deity of christ they deny the trinity guess what they deny the trinity just like Marcus Rogers does. They deny salvation by grace through faith. So on that basis, 
Alan Parr. Will you build the bridge with a Mormon and a Muslim? I like what Deep Dive uh, Discipleship says. <laughs> I don't build bridges with folks who are intent to setting my house on fire. I lock my door and call the cops. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That That's spot on. You know. But, um, yeah, this is going to get even more interesting. In this video, I want to share with you why I chose, am choosing currently... And J. Manuel, Mormons do not believe in the Trinity unless you believe polytheism is the Trinity, which I don't. But Mormons don't believe in the Trinity. I, I would ask you to dialogue with the Mormon if you think so. Because they add to this. Remember, they're polytheists. And will continue to choose to build a bridge towards Marcus Rogers rather than erecting a barrier. Now, before So he doubles down. He doubles down. Guys, I, I'm not only have built a bridge i'm going to continue to do that i get into all of that i just want to share with you three principles from the word of god three things that cause us no matter who you're coming in contact with to oftentimes build barriers towards the people that we meet rather than let me respond to this comments i disagree with marcus Rogers, but i don't think it is grounds for dissociation or separation Marcus Rogers denies the Trinity, but not the deity of Christ, unlike Jehovah's Witness. Well, I think the Trinity is on a, a level worth disassociating with. But remember, Marcus Rogers doesn't people. Marcus Rogers does not only deny the Trinity. He says, unless you get water baptized and speak in songs, he adds works to the gospel. You cannot be saved. If, if that doesn't say it for you there, I, I, I don't know what it is. Marcus Rogers has equated himself with Jesus Christ. If, there, if, you don't, if you don't believe me, I have proof of that video where they're quoting Isaiah 9, 6 to Marcus Rogers, where they're quoting Revelation 3, 7 to Marcus Rogers. There is so many heresies aligned with Marcus Rogers ministry that it's crazy. And so it's not just like it's like one issue. That we can just like, ah, I don't I don't know if that's essential or not. At some point, you're going to say, wow, man, he's. He's got something bad about him. Building bridges. Now, the first thing that causes us to build a barrier rather than a bridge is things that we know about people. All right. So right now, Alan Parr is giving reasons why um, you can build bridges with people. So here's his first here's his first point. Oh, yeah. And Marcus Rogers gave a false prophecy. So <laughs> see, I, I forget how many heresies he has because he's given so many. There's a beautiful story in the book of Luke, chapter 7, verses 36 through 50, where there is this woman who we know is a sinful woman, and she wants to build a bridge towards Jesus Christ, and she wants to worship him. Notice what the Bible says about this particular woman. It says here, when a certain immoral woman from that city heard he was eating there, she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. So apparently she was involved in prostitution and people around the town knew this about her. So there were some things about this woman that everybody pretty much knew. There was some common knowledge about her. And as a result, this particular Pharisee, whom Jesus was at his home, decided to build a barrier towards this woman rather than building a bridge. But Jesus built a bridge towards her. Notice what the Pharisee says in verse 39. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to him. Uh, let me let me respond to Emilio's uh, 
it's weird saying that because my pastor's name Emilio, but <laughs> uh, he says he doesn't deny Jesus deity. That should be taken into account. I'm just saying. Um, I would argue. I would if <laughs> I would argue to listen to how he defines Jesus deity. Nevertheless, that's not the only thing. You, you, if 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 someone said, "Hey, I think Jesus is God," but then he turned around and said salvation is by faith and works like they deny like who cares if they believe jesus is god if they if they preach another heresy i I don't see how you could say well well as long as they preach the deity of christ or they preach one orthodox thing then every heresy that they believe in is okay now i i don't i don't see how that's okay back to alan parr on this text uh let's keep playing just to get the context back if this man were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. So many times we have the tendency to build barriers towards people based on the things that we know because we. Yes, um, <clears throat> we know he is a false teacher. <laughs> I've never made I, I have not said Marcus Rogers cannot be a Christian or we shouldn't partner with him because he has past sin in his life. Everybody does. Everybody has passed sin. So that's not the basis of him being rejected or this barrier that we're building. Nor is the text he even used an example of that. Notice who Jesus built the um, the bridge. I don't even like that term- terminology, but Jesus built a bridge with a repentant woman. She's sorrowful over her sin. She's not out here preaching heresy. She's not a false teacher. So equate this with with sinners who are repentant, with sinners who are broken over their sin, with Alan. I keep want to call him Alan. <laughs> sorry, with Marcus Rogers, who is a false teacher, is not even the same as the text. So this is what often is done, and and, and be careful, guys, of people who do this with the text. Be be very uh, be very uh, cautious of someone who does this with the text. They'll 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 raise a point, they'll argue a point, and they'll go to a text to try to establish that point, but they never actually prove the point that they uh attempted to prove, and then they just run off like they like they proved it, just because they actually, you know, um quoted a text. He didn't actually prove what he wanted to prove in the text. The the text is not saying we should condemn we should affirm false teachers, which Marcus Rogers absolutely is. Absolutely. He's given false prophecies. Marcus Rogers has. He 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 denies the Trinity. He denies salvation by grace through faith. Right? He's he's he places on him. He's play. He's had titles placed on him that he still has not said aren't true. Right? You guys remember the video I played with him saying Marcus uh, the government shall be on Marcus Rogers' shoulders. Marcus Rogers is going to hold the key of David. Only those about Christ. Man, this, I I made a comment the other day. Some people might have seen it where I said, as content creator, I'm I'm a content creator. A, a lot of uh, people who are, who are on here are content creators. Um, you have to be careful about making content that just because it'll please certain people, right? Bro, you know how it would not be hard for me to go and partner with all these guys and my channel's blowing up and all this and. 
right? It wouldn't it wouldn't be that hard. And I'm not saying that's why Alan Parr is doing. I have no clue why he would do this horrendous video. I mean, that's probable. And and as my 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 bro Travis Berry says, why is this dude rocking or backing Marcus Rogers so hard? There has to be a reason. There has to be a reason. Absolutely. I don't know the reason, but there has to be a reason. We'll see. Maybe that'll come out in the future. Oh, certain things about people. We have concluded in our minds that this person is not worth me building a bridge towards them. No, rather, I'm going to erect a barrier. And that's exactly what this Pharisee did. But we see Jesus did the opposite. <laughs> so, right. Uh, what, what you need to get in the story, if you're not building the bridge with Marcus Rogers, you're actually like the Pharisees. Right. You, you got to throw that line in there, right? Be, I, I try not to use that line because that's just the classic, you know, line of today, right? If I if someone disagrees with you, then the Pharisee charge comes out. So maybe you know somebody who has gone through a divorce or they've cheated on their spouse or they're engaged in some sort of promiscuous behavior. And because of what you know about them, you have decided that you're not going to build a bridge to them. But what I love about this particular parable, and don't worry, I'm going to get to Marcus in just a moment. But what I love about this parable is that it teaches us that whenever you and I look deep within ourselves and we see our own sinful nature and the things that we've done, it causes us to understand that we are just as sinful and in need of God's grace as the person that we might be tempted to build a barrier towards. Now, again, the, the, the point of the story misses the point you're using it to. And uh, my wife says, uh, don't know a Alan Parr. I never heard of stuff before. He saw it. I mean, I think this has a lot of people questioning how solid he we thought he was. You know what I mean? Um, and, and and might I add, Jesus doesn't build the bridge with people. He is the bridge who gets us in right relationship with him and the father. And like So it's like, I, yeah, I, I like what Travis says. I can build a bridge with the unbeliever who is honest about where they are coming from. I cannot build a bridge with someone who is a wolf pretending to be a, a sheep or a shepherd. I, I absolutely agree with that. I have many, I have non-believing friends who are open and honest about their non-belief. Maybe one day I'll have them on the show and we'll talk, right? Um, so I have no issue with that. But it's very clear where I align and they align. Marcus Rogers tries to muddy the water, right? And he tries to, right? We saw his video on the, the Trinity or the, the Godhead where he's trying to hold to two contradictory positions to to appease uh, modalists and Trinitarians. And it's not working out well. Second thing that may cause us to build a barrier towards somebody rather than a bridge is not only the things that we know, but the things that we see about an individual. So just that we know that Marcus Rogers is a false teacher, we see that he is a false teacher. So I, I'm going to help him on uh, the bridges. Uh, you know, we... we, we we don't build bridges with false teachers, with wolves, as April just said. We don't build bridges with people who are leading people to hell. Think about that, Alan Parr. Marcus Rogers' theology is not just, man, I I, I don't agree with it. Maybe there can be some practical concerns. You know, uh, I, like I, 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 I've been very 
open. I'm honest, I'm, I'm a Baptist. I, you know, I hold to all-male eschatology. So on some point, I disagree with, with my brothers who, who are Presbyterian or, or post-mill or, or, or pre-mill. But they still are brothers. I don't believe that is a damnable heresy because all those groups, when you talk about eschatology, hold to the bodily return of Jesus Christ. Now, you start messing with that, then there's heresy, right? You go full preterism, right? Jesus has already returned bodily, physically at 70 AD. There is no second return. Then that's where we're going to have some issues. But this isn't some little disagreement. He denies the Trinity. Salvation by grace through faith, he denies. Alone, right? He denies that. Oh, there's a beautiful story in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 1 through 13, where Samuel is supposed to go and anoint the next king of Israel. But all he knows is that it's one of Jesse's sons. And so the very first oldest son comes out of the house as Samuel goes to Jesse's house and notice that Samuel says this when they arrive. I wonder if uh, Marcus Rogers paid Alan Parr to do this. I, I don't know. Just this is how it seems like it's just too much. Just trying, you know. Because, I mean, you go back a year, he's talking about the Trinity being essential, and then he goes after Marcus Rogers, and then they have the video, and then everything changes from that point. So it's like, did Marcus Rogers pay you, bro? I mean, that's the only thing I could assume, that you were paid to do this. Is, is Marcus Rogers behind that camera with a gun? <laughs> you know, that's what makes me think. Samuel took one look at Eliab and thought, surely this is the Lord's anointed. He says, hey, based on what I see, just looking out the outward, this is somebody that I would like to build a bridge towards, right? But notice what it says. God says, but the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So later on, you know the story, David comes out and Samuel anoints him to be the next king. But the point is that Samuel may have missed an opportunity to build a bridge towards David because of what he saw, right? Yo, man. This has nothing to do with some physical deformity we see of Marcus Rogers at a fundamental level. This has nothing to do with his past sin. One could argue his current sin, but that's another time for another day. Allegedly, whatever, right? <laughs> what we are getting at is that Marcus Rogers is a false teacher. Marcus Rogers is a false teacher. So this story, again, does not even... You're, again, you're twisting the scriptures to come to something you want people to come to. That... Marcus is your pal, and we should. Everybody should just build the bridge. Guess what? Let me use another analogy, some kind of um, mechanical analogy. Since you want to use bridge, I want to use gate. Right? The Bible uses gate. I'll use gate. You are literally opening the gate of the sheep to a wolf. That's the issue. That's the issue. Marcus Rogers is not the Lord's anointed in that in that text. He's a false teacher. David was again, David, you to to prove your point, you would have to have find someone in the text that's a false teacher that Jesus partnered with. The, the apostles partnered with their false teaching. They tolerated their false teaching 
only to form some relationship. That's not done nowhere in the Bible. Not positively, at least. Again, Marcus Rogers is a false teacher, and we should not condone his false teachings. Now do you see why I call Alan Parr a traitor? Let me be honest. Let me be honest openly to Seiko, to all you guys. When I first heard that, I was like, that's a bit rough. That's a bit rough. Like, you know, okay, maybe he just meant brother in a, you know, I, I, I'm trying to, I was trying to defend Alan Parr. I thought it was a bit rough. But then, Alan Parr makes this video. <laughs> Alan Parr makes this video, and I was like, I was like, help me. I couldn't help you no more, brother. I couldn't help you no more, man. I I was like, ain't nobody got time for that. I, I, I can't build a bridge with you now. You know? I, I almost wanted to tell him. He needs some milk. Because the things he's saying is contrary to scripture. That's contrary to the very things I've been telling people like Brian Trejo about. We cannot partner with false teachers. Right? And so this is this is bad. This is bad. You know, and so let's keep it going. Oh wait, hold on. He needs some milk. <laughs> he, he needs some milk still, but let's keep it going. And sometimes you and I can build barriers towards people based on the things that we see. Maybe this person looks different. Maybe they talk differently. Maybe they have uh, a different educational background than we do. Maybe they dress differently. Maybe their hair is different. Maybe they have a lot of tattoos on their body. I don't know what it is for you, but often none of oh. those things can cause us to build barriers towards people rather than building bridges. But none of those are the reasons why we're building a barrier to Marcus Rogers. Poetic God says, so Parr is a traitor because he wants to help Marcus Rogers get his theology right? No. It's because he's partnering. He believes a false teacher is a brother. I, I partner with people who, who, who I want their theology to get right. Uh, you know, I'm like, man, you know, he's a bit charismatic. Matter of fact, I just got off the phone two days ago. You know, I've been very open, open and honest. I'm reformed. I'm not, I'm not charismatic in that sense this guy is this guy is he's very charismatic but he likes sorry he likes a lot of the video as i make and after him talking um you know he, he he likes to go on about the dreams and visions and he's just he just felt in my spirit i was a man of god and so you know that i, I i'm not i'm not there when it comes to the charismatic stuff right right he's not reformed right Appreciate you, Tim, for the super chat. But he was like, bro, I know you love God. And after, you know, pressing him a little bit about stuff, he's orthodox in his theology. He's just a bit charismatic. That's the only issue I really have with this guy at the end of the day. So I consider him, this guy, a brother. But 
I want to partner and build this bridge so like his theology can get better when it comes to the gifts, when it comes to visions and dreams. This guy isn't preaching heresy, though. Now, if he would have came out and said, yeah, uh, salvation isn't by grace. I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm not building a bridge with you. So it's not that I want to get his, 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 his just his theology better, right? Alan Parr and Marcus Rogers. Marcus Rogers' theology is heretical. It's, it's not like he's a little off on something. You know, and so let's not change the narrative. The third example is not only we can build barriers because of what we know and what we see, but we often are guilty of building barriers towards people based on the things that we have heard. Now and yes, not only have we seen heresy, we know heresy, but this is the third one. We have heard heresy ourselves. You know, what's the, what's the, we have heard for ourselves that he preached heresy, right? Uh, we have heard for ourselves his false teaching and that he's a false teacher. false teacher. We don't need more proof. I didn't, we didn't hear this through the grapevine. We have heard ourselves. This is my favorite because in the book of Acts chapter nine, there is a story where Saul, who later becomes the Apostle Paul, has been recently converted and he... Guys, watch this one because this one was the most upsetting for me. But go ahead. ...has been knocked off of his horse and God had blinded him. And so uh, God comes to Ananias and says, hey, I want you to go and lay your hands on this man Saul to receive his sight. And I want you to notice what Ananias' response was. It says here, but Lord, exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem. He says, see, I've heard about this dude. I've heard about Paul or Saul, right? And I've heard of the things that he's done. And so as a result, I don't want to build a bridge towards him at all because of the things that I've heard. I really don't know him. I'm not taking the time to get to know him. I don't see things, but the things that I have heard and notice the response. It says here, but the Lord said, go for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to the kings, as well as to the people of Israel. Apparently, this is analogous to Marcus Rogers, I guess. We'll, we'll see. Ananias had heard about how Paul was killing Christians left and right. And he concluded in his mind, there's no way that God could use such a sinful person as Paul. And so as a result, I'm going to build a barrier towards Paul or Saul at the time rather than building a bridge. But I love this later on in this chapter, it happens again. And I want you to notice here that Barnabas chooses to build a bridge towards Saul rather than a barrier. Stay with me. Let, let me just say this. Let me say the quite obvious about this story. The reason why they built barriers is because they just saw a man that was literally just killing people's lives, killing people, right? Taking their lives out. So they're a bit concerned. And I, I, I would, you know, imagine rightfully so. And so their concern was just for their physical safety. But after some time, they concluded, oh, wow, he, he actually is converted. He's not playing with us, you know? Again, this story is not analogous to the what he wants to conclude with the relationship with him and Marcus Rogers. Let me respond to one comment from Greg. Greg says, I've been to many churches, many Bible studies. Let me say this. No one, I repeat, no one will ever get the Bible correct if we don't have love. We come across like a loud symbol. Peace, y'all. So he throws a grenade and leave, I guess. 
assuming that you know if we if we want to protect the body that's it's it's, it's not love it's not a loving thing we should just let false teachers go around you know just preaching their false heresies and we shouldn't address them i guess it's love to let people preach heresy but it's not love when you correct them even though he just corrected me or tempted to try to correct i i, I don't get it i mean they, they it never makes sense <laughs> don't 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 correct someone publicly as they're correcting you publicly uh yeah marcus is now david and paul <laughs> right uh marcus just wiped alan <laughs> again um um paul was repentant we do not believe marcus rogers is that's that's the that's the issue i'm going somewhere with all of this oh we already know where you're going you're you're going to defend marcus rogers i mean you've been doing that the whole time we we, we get why you're using these texts it's, it's very clear notice it says here when saul arrived in jerusalem he tried to meet with the believers but they were all afraid of him barrier barrier they had heard about paul and all the believers were afraid of paul and they all built barriers towards paul but notice they did not believe he had truly become a believer then barnabas brought him to the apostles say bridge right brought him to the apostles say, and told them how say no we do not bridge with false teachers <laughs> we don't bridge with false teachers Saul had seen the Lord on the way to Damascus and how the Lord had spoken to Saul. Now, I'm not in any way suggesting that Marcus Rogers or even Alan Parr, for that matter, is the Apostle Paul. We're far from that, right? But the point is that, listen, sometimes we can go on the things that we see, things that we know, right, and things that we hear about people and automatically say, I'm not going to build a bridge towards this person. This person deserves a barrier. And I want to encourage you to strongly consider not doing that, regardless of who you meet. Now, all right. So I can expect Alan Parr to do a video with Seiko now, right? He he said he wants to build bridges. <laughs> let's let's put the build the bridge on him, right? Alan Parr, what you want to do, what you need to do if you want to build the bridges with people who aren't rocking with you, you need to do a video with Seiko. I'm just saying. Let's let's see if you'll be as consistent with the people. Let's let's be honest. Who don't have a bigger platform, that don't um, you know, you don't really want to rock with. Let's 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 see. Let's see if you'll do that video right. Uh, <laughs> to all those who are who are coming in, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel if you're not, click the notification bell as, as well. I, 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 Seiko, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna help you out here, bro. I'm gonna give you some, uh, some content. <laughs> he, he should go to your platform, right? Didn't, didn't Jesus do this? Didn't he go? <clears throat> let me, let me use an example, right? Didn't Jesus go out of his land into the, uh, the, 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 to the common man, right? He came out from heaven to the earth and he built a bridge, right? So you need to do that with Seiko. I, 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 do I get a do I get a uh, ten for that? <laughs> I should get a ten. Drop some tens in the chat if you want to see it happen. <laughs> Cam up. I want to see it happen. Let's see if he will build the bridge in that arena. I'm just saying I want some consistency. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of people would love to see it. Uh, matter of fact, you, you're all about 
um, building bridges with people you uh, disagree with. And so I'm just offering you an opportunity to do that. So. I don't know. I don't. I, 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 oh, yeah. <coughs> Hold on a second. It's like I say I got to make my my voice off. Um, what I what I think you should do. I'm appreciating all the tens in the chat. Um, you know, I, I, I think what you should do, uh, Alan Parr, is, you know, do a video with Seiko Woods. I, I think it'd be very fruitful, you know, build the bridge and all this. We, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Build the bridge. You know, I have shout out to my 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 Spanish brethren in the chat saying Diaz, you know, um. We want to see a, a bridge built with you, you know, the heretic hugger and the heretic hunter with Seiko Woods. So um, we would like to see this. So <laughs> let me get back to my regular scheduled program. Uh, this this video was offered by Waterloo. <laughs> So, yes, yes, I think we would have a good discussion with. Hey, and if you don't, hey, maybe I think maybe I'm the nicer version of uh, Seiko. Maybe just maybe. I don't know. I think we would have a respectful conversation. I'd be respectful to you, uh, um, Alan Parr. I'd be firm. But quite respectful. So if a conversation you wanted to have, you want to build some bridges. Well, by golly, let's get the building. Bob the Builder over here. Let's get it. We now discuss why I am personally choosing to build a bridge towards Marcus Rogers and any other person that I come across that I may disagree with. Any any person he disagrees with. So guess what, Seiko? <laughs> guess what, uh, all you heretic hunters out there? He's going to build the bridge with you now. We should expect it. <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. That's right. <laughs> What's the flavor of the day for the Waterloo? The flavor of the day is summer berry. You know, even though it's kind of chilly outside. But nevertheless, we're talking about building bridges. Build the bridge. That is what um, Alan Parr has told us uh, he is willing to do. Um, Gia says to Seiko, why does he need to talk to you? Well, according to his own words anyone else he disagrees with he's willing to build a bridge this uh, these are his words i'm not reinterpreting uh alan parr that's why i play the play the guys i disagree with you know like i said i don't like to just tell you so and so said this me personally my conviction is to play them so that way no one can, can say i ever uh that i ever said something that they did not say because i'm literally playing it yes ashley truth seeker says shout out to you so we just going to build bridges with mormons catholic jehovah's witness too yeah where, where does the line drop at some point you're going to say um at some point i would guarantee i would guarantee i would i would be, i'm hopeful alan would say hey at some point we cut the line at orthodoxy well if that's the case, then Marcus Rogers has got to go. So the very standard you would do to condemn, you would put that barrier up for the Catholics, Mormons, uh, Jehovah's Witness. You'd have to turn around to use against Marcus Rogers. But that's if you're just trying to be consistent. 
principle number one, building bridges towards people doesn't mean you have to agree with them. Listen, it doesn't mean because I am building a bridge towards getting to know and wanting to be an active part in Marcus Rogers' life that I'm co-signing everything that he's doing. It does when you're calling that person a brother in Christ, brother in the Lord, right? Which you have used multiple times. Because sometimes I'll just say, what's up, bro, or brother, when I'm just referring to humanity. Okay, I get that. But you went overboard and said brother in the Lord. You called him a brother in Christ. Um, Ruslan, right? With the, He's so anointed, right? You guys remember that? <laughs> you went over the line to, to, you know, call him a brother in the Christ, brother in the Lord. So I would say how you're defining build a bridge actually is because all the examples <laughs> um, you use are affirming that person. So nevertheless, I agree with everything that he's doing. Nothing could be further from the truth. Listen, that does not that does nothing to do with it. Right. So when you're building a bridge towards somebody who may be involved in some sort of impure behavior, I'm not saying Marcus is. I'm just using examples. Well, <laughs> allegedly. Right. Whatever. We're, we're, we're not going to go there today. <laughs> we're not going to go with there. If you're building a bridge towards somebody who just cheated on their spouse, you're building a bridge towards somebody who is selling drugs or maybe they did something wrong or whatever. It's not you saying, I agree with everything that they're doing. What if you're building the bridge with their heresy? It's a bit, it's a bit, um, it's a bit concerning when someone says, I'm going to build the, the, uh, the bridge with Marcus Rogers, right? You're using all these texts about, you know, David and Paul and all these texts, you know, about believers. But, you look, but then you want to back off on all his heretical teachings, say, well, well, I'm not affirming those. I'm just affirming him. But he teaches those things. Right. Imagine me going to a church. <laughs> I don't I, I'm trying to think of an example. You know, I I bring someone on this show um, and I, I don't know. Not I'm trying to think of an example. But I go to I matter of fact, my, my pastor. Right. I'll go. To, I attend the church. I say, hey, he's just my pastor, but I don't agree with everything he says. You know, let's say he preaches some like crazy outlanders, heretical thing. And I try to disassociate my membership from him and say, well, I just attend the church. I don't I don't really agree with what he's teaching every Sunday. Probably shouldn't be there then. Right. So something to think about. It's just you saying I want to. What, 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 what do I say? Something to think about it. Think about it, man. That's all. Active participant in this particular person's life to help restore them and be a voice in their life. Principle number two, building bridges towards some. Okay, well, if if being the bridge is just being there for them, then you should have no problem, right? Doing that with Mormons. So keep the same energy towards those who, you know, deny the faith in. So. Someone said exposing heresy is one thing necessary. Doing dozens of videos about the same person. Now I'm questioning you. People really wouldn't like the Apostle Paul. Let me go to a text. <laughs> Let me go to a text. Because Paul day and night was just exposing these false teachers. And man, I mean, uh, he was constantly exposing the Pharisees, oddly enough. 
uh, verse 31 in Acts 20. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease day and night or night and day to admonish each one with tears. So, and what is he admonishing? If you read the prior up in the chapter, you know he's admonishing about the false teachers. And so, to anyone who says, well, hey, you guys are just obsessed, you just, uh, although if you see my channel, I make more videos about other people than Marcus Rogers. So, you guys only come in when I talk about Marcus Rogers. Interesting. Ironic. He earns the right to correct them when they are wrong. Listen, if Marcus Rogers or anybody else decides to teach wrong theology or go left and do all these crazy things, and there's no one in these people's lives to correct them, to, to really lovingly pull them aside and say, hey, brother, you're off here, man. This is not right. Then who is going to be in these people's lives to help steer them in the right direction if everybody on the Internet and everybody on YouTube and everybody in this person's life is just building barriers towards this person? Now, this is just kind of thinking you are more important than you are. This is grade A pragmatism. You know, all you guys are just, you know, uh, building these barriers. And I just I, I want to be the good guy. I want to be the good guy. Uh, listen to this comment. Again, messy. Deuce, y'all. So tired of this for the clicks and likes mess. Or you, you spelled likes wrong, by the way, uh, Zayas. But I'm sure you knew that. Again, it's perfectly okay to read into the motivations of other people. Again, I haven't even done that about Alan Parr. I've questioned the, the theological component of this. I didn't say he's in it for money, even though... Uh, Zayas can accuse me, be Zayas, whatever that stands for, uh, can accuse me of doing this for clicks and likes. But that's social media for you, I guess. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let me rechange it. Of course, be Zayas, she made that comment just for clicks and likes so people would notice her. Now, now, if I said that in back, she would be like, you're assuming my motives, but it's perfectly okay to do it to me all this is is a call for alan parr to repent alan parr should repent for this video because in it he he condoned a false teacher rather than building bridges towards them who's going to be that voice and who are they going to be open to listening to right whenever you're trying to correct them they're not going to be open to you putting a video out Right. Where you're trying to shame, humiliate and embarrass them. Do you really think they're going to call you? You really think you're going to have a place in their life to be able to call them out on what they are teaching? And they're really going to listen and respond to you because, no, you who cares at the end of the day? Now, let me say this. There is a bit of truth in what he's saying. People generally hear from those closest to him. That is true. That is true. But. That doesn't mean we have to first become friends before I can invest in someone's life. Of course, before I can, uh, you know, speak truth. I would encourage anyone to read John 6. Jesus first started his, off, his ministry off. And there's literally thousands of people who are professing to follow him. He, Jesus didn't know each one intimately with a, a special relationship. And Jesus is telling them harsh truth. Read John 6. He's telling them, you guys are... He's pretty much saying y'all are non-believers. Alan, why not trust in the spirit of God? 
Yeah, I like what Travis says. This is this is great. So false teachers can use social media to spread falsehood. But when someone uses social media to correct them or protect the sheep, that's for likes. Right. Notice the false te the false teachers always have good motivations. Always. <laughs> Obsession is seeing it mildly. I've had I have 300 videos, maybe 400 by now. Th let's go 300 under less than 10 of them about Marcus Rogers. But I'm obsessed <laughs> again, again. Insane. Why, why defend the, the false? Let's say I devoted my my channel to Marcus Rogers false teaching. Who cares? Is what I'm saying true? See, people, you put your personalities into it. Oh, you like Marcus Rogers. You don't like me. Therefore, um, I'm wrong. You're, you're finding everything other than what the scripture says. Listen to the things when people say when they defend um, Marcus Rogers. It's always a defense of personality. Well, he's just, he's nice and not on the things he's denying in scripture. And so, yeah, we'll keep going. Intent is to embarrass and to humiliate them and to shame them. And notice what he just did there. He just read into people's motivation. So if we make a video exposing someone, it's to embarrass, to, sh to shame it's to shame them, you know, <laughs> which is just sad that he, he can just read into my motives. I've never done a the video of a false teacher and uh, my goal is to shame. That's not my goal. That's not my goal. There's a lot of stuff I can do if my goal was to shame, man. <laughs> some of you've uh, gathered by now I can be sometimes comedic sometimes I do that just to lighten the mood right so I'll play something like what bro what are you talking about man you know I'll do something like that comedy was kind of my first thing I wanted to do uh, as, a, as a pagan I could make fun of people I mean come on I, I, I grew up from, from the hood you know you had to do that to survive <laughs> You had to do that. And so if I just wanted to shame and mock people, I could come on here and literally just clown people. But I don't do that. I go to the text. I, 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 I show biblically how something's not lining up. So I, I don't know why you would even say that. Unless, unless you're talking to someone specifically um, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he does have someone specifically, but this is just a generalization of everyone who makes videos about Marcus Rogers, which is not good to do. I've never come on here asking people for money. You guys can remember just a few weeks ago when someone was dropping literally hundreds. I told the guy to stop giving. I don't do this for money. I don't do this for likes. Anyone accusing me of that does not know me. I'm, I'm, I'm good when it comes to finance. I'm Trust me, I'm fine there. <laughs> and that's not boasting or bragging. But to accuse me of, of wanting the likes, I, I do this for money. Because 
There's be, there's more things. <laughs> put it like this. There's more things I could do if I was doing this for money. I could tell you that. <laughs> I could tell you that. So yeah. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if you build a bridge towards them and say, "Hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. I want the best for you, and I want to be that voice in your life," so that hey. All right. <clears throat> Well, Alan, I'm, I'm, um, yeah, absolutely, Travis. Give to your local church. If you're struggling on giving to me in your local church, give to your church ten out of ten times. <laughs> give to your church, most doubtly, most doubtly. Um, <laughs> Eric says, if that guy's in here who wants to give me a hundred dollars, that's totally okay with me. <laughs> yeah, he was giving, he was dropping dimes in here, man. I told the dude stop, man. I, I I just felt bad, you know, like, cause I I don't do this for money, but uh, but yeah, but yeah, um, hold on, let's get back to what I was saying, Alan. I mean, I I want to pour into your 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 ministry, your theology. Is there some things off? I would like to build a bridge with you. I haven't called you a false teacher in this video. I'll let the Lord be the judge of that. You know, um, I get why people are strong on. Uh, what uh, Alan Parr's ministry and and I, I think a lot of them have precedence on what they're saying, but never I want to be the bridge, Alan. So, can we have this relationship? We're in the same city. We're in the same city. So so yeah. Listen, I want you to lean on me because there's some things about your theology and your teaching that's wrong. But I want you to, I want you to be receptive to me. Listen. Uh, okay, let me break this down. There's something I learned a long time ago called the time, trust, truth principle. Yes, this is a good comment. The difference here is that Marcus Rogers is not a Christian like in discernment. Rather, he is a defiant wolf seeking to ravage the flock. A absolutely. That's ultimately what it comes down to. He's not just off on the little stuff, right? Marcus Rogers isn't just off on, oh man, he's kind of confused on, you know, um, his eschatology or... You know, he, he kind of makes statements that it's like he's confusing um, sanctification right there. Because, you know, I've met Christians who believe that the gospel is of grace it's by faith. But then you hear them talk about sanctification and it's almost like, hold on. It sounds, you know, so it's not that he's just confused on certain stuff and he got he got, you know, he can explain stuff a little better. Marcus Rogers denies the God you claim to love. Alan Parr. He denies the gospel you claim is so precious to you. That's why this is concerning, even from your side of it now. You might have should have stayed quiet about it, like, hey, uh, you know. You might have allowed people to come to their own conclusions. Yeah, a spot on Sylvia did. People just forget Paul addressing the heresy that crept into the early church. I, I guess so. I guess I guess people have forgot how the apostles dealt with false teachers. I guess what Alan Parr is saying, denying the Trinity, denying the gospel, denying the personhood of Christ, meaning the eternality of Christ, and not redefining that to mean a thought in someone's head. Define all those, uh, deny all those things, and apparently you can still be an Orthodox Christianity. What is Christianity if those things aren't it? Because I don't know then. 
if the gospel isn't the uh, the heartbeat of Christianity, who God is isn't, and who Christ isn't, who the Holy Spirit isn't, apparently we can't have anything definitional of the faith to say it's heresy then. My apologies, guys. This, this really irks me. This really gets me bothered. When, you know, this mere Christianity, this mere Christianity movement is dangerous to where you don't have a Christianity that's definitional anymore. You just have, uh, uh, don't, don't, don't tell anybody they're not out, out of the faith, right? We, 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 we don't want to be unloving and love is the, 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 the loving is the essential part of Christianity now, right? The, the 11th commandment, right? Thou shall be nice. Amen. That's the only thing apart Christianity. You, you know, we can't define the faith. We can't even proclaim the faith now. Because once you start proclaiming what the faith is, who God is, we, we, we just got to say God. We can't define who God is. Just say Jesus name. Because once we start defining him, now we're going to offend these people. Now we're going to uh, offend these people over here. No. Who cares at the end of the day? See now we're we're the ones accused for the likes and the uh uh wanting this for fame when we're saying we don't care how small we are but the guys who are literally telling you they want to build a bridge with false teachers and have their their platform be as big as possible they're they're um they're always being right the 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 pure-hearted ones the pure-hearted they just love everybody don't they we're saying no the bible separates these things and say hey if once you go past this teaching, you're 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 marked as a false teacher, Romans 16, 17. Right? We're we're warning the body not to uh, to escape the wrath of God to come. But we're doing this for likes. We're saying this isn't going to be liked. Right? This what I'm saying fundamentally, uh largely in retrospect when it comes to the world, is not gonna be liked. I know that. I go out preaching the gospel occasionally on the weekends. I go out open air preaching and I know what the gospel does to the, to the, to the right, to the sinner with the unrepentant heart. I know it. I've seen it in action. I've, I've seen, I thank the Lord. I've not been spit on, but I've seen people who have, who have, uh, um, been a part of the ministry i've been out spit on beer poured on them been pushed been shoved it won't be liked and when we try to make the gospel likable right more palatable to the sinner we're changing the substance right we're adding too much sugar right we're adding too much something that god did not add to the ingredients and once we fundamentally start to change the gospel, right, when we fundamentally start to change the ingredients of, of the message, we have a different message all along. Sometimes my wife will do that. <laughs> shout, shout out to my lovely wife. She makes good food. She'll make me something and man, it'll be banging. She'll make it like four times in a row. And sometimes on the fifth, sixth time, she wants to add something in it. And I'll notice. And I'm like, what did you do? Right. <laughs> what did you do? You to me, it's not even the same meal. Does it taste similar? Possibly. 
But I wanted that that taste the same. Now my wife's probably listening, like, "Honey, I'm sorry." <laughs> no, but this isn't a this is an analogy. Hope you get the bigger picture. But don't change the message. Don't change the ingredients. Yes, yes. With this message about uh, Marcus uh, defending Allen. Or Alan defending Marcus, yes. Don't change the don't change the message. The gospel will offend. Truth will offend. And that's fine. One of the things I try to, to model on my platform is preaching that um offensive message, but not adding offense on top of that offensive message, if you know what I mean. The gospel, right? It's gonna so sh- sh- the, the, all the wives are seeing the cooking comments. <laughs> they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I I know I know I know it'll offend, but I don't want to add offense on top of that. And I try to model that. Try to be respectful as possible. <laughs> Shout out to my wife. <laughs> Shout out to my wife. She knows what I'm talking about. We were just having this conversation the other day. I'm like, can you just? Can you just keep my food the same? She she be trying to sneak in the vegetables and the the gluten free and the the organic. Yeah, I want my food, like I like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's keep on going. You may have heard of it, right? We all want to share. At the top of this, uh, at the top of this triangle is the word truth. We all want to share truth with people. That's what we want to do. But oftentimes, we're not in a position to share truth with people unless we've developed trust with that particular person. I don't, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. I don't believe that unless I've gained someone trust, then I can't share truth with them. If this is the case, open-air preaching is, is, is wrong. If this is the case, going out door-to-door evangelism is wrong. Whatever form of evangelism you do when you don't, when you haven't become their friend first, right? I don't think that's the case. Praise God if you're sharing the truth with someone. Do it lovingly. Do it graciously. Be patient. You know. um, Is it good if you gain someone's trust first? Sure. If you can do it that way, do it. Sure. But it's not necessary. Yeah, yeah. Well, some people, uh, <laughs> truth is at the bottom of this list. And developing trust with that person isn't, uh, uh, doesn't happen unless we invest the time. So you have to invest time in order to get trust. And oftentimes you have to get trust. And once you get the trust, then you can share truth. This is uh, pulling the old Lecrae, you know, uh, kind of hermeneutic. Yeah, uh, April's right. If this is the case of going to an abortion mill is pointless, right? You're pleading with tons of people don't kill their children. Right. Um, and you have no relationship with these people, but praise God, you're there. Right. You know how many babies lives have been saved because of people who didn't know pleading with mothers. Don't don't murder your child. This this is nowhere in the Bible. What this is now doing is placing a standard upon Christians. That the Bible doesn't teach. The Bible doesn't teach this. That particular person. That's what I'm trying to do with Marcus Rogers and a few other people as well. I'm just trying to develop trust so that if there is an opportunity for me to share truth, 
I'll be that voice that earns the right to correct them when they are wrong. And by the way, I invite more people in my life to do the same for me because I'm not perfect with my theology either. Principle number three, building bridges makes you more Christ-like. So I want you to think about this. In the time where Jesus lived, there were a lot of what we would consider false teachers. Show me one. Show me one example where Jesus did what you're claiming we should do. As, as uh, Travis Barry, Barry says, how long did Jesus spend with the rich young ruler? <laughs> Not long. It seemed to be a very short uh, conversation. You, you're, you're, you're teaching people pragmatism is actually godly. Which is not. You cannot show me one example for those who are defending Marcus Rogers and Alan Parr. You cannot show one example where Jesus did the same thing, what we're called, what he's saying we should do, or partner or build bridges with false teachers. It's never done. Jesus had his harshest words for false teachers, for the Pharisees. Right? Jesus said a lot of things were, uh, I mean, in our Western, uh, right, SBC, thou shall be nice uh, culture. (laughs) Shout out to the SBC, by the way. Uh, (laughs) um, We would be like, that's just too mean. Right? Jesus telling people like, look, bro, you're dead inside. Jesus said, and a lot of people have done many sermons on this, where the harsh sayings of Jesus. Check out some of those sometime. The harsh sayings of Jesus. Because Jesus said a lot of hard things, man. And mostly they were pointed to the uh, false teachers. Uh, Quick question I want to answer. Quick question. What is pragmatism? Serious question. I may have to look this up. I never heard the word. So pragmatism essentially is where is because it works right it has to do with the issue of like working it works therefore it's right and you see this in a lot of churches right it brings a lot of people to church therefore it works therefore we should do this right we do the smoke machines at our church because a lot of people like it and therefore they come to church rather than they don't they don't come for the bible yeah that's fine they don't come for the bible but that's a pragmatic view of church Right. Um, We're going to do 30 minute songs. 30 minute songs. Right. We're going to do singing for 45 minutes and then we're going to do a 20 minute sermon. Right. Because study shows people don't like long sermons, anything more than 20 minutes. Right. That's pragmatism. That's pragmatism. The Bible is not teaching. This is not giving the standard, but you are putting an exterior standard upon the Bible because you think it works better. Why can't we just preach the word? Why can't we just preach the word? Well, just <laughs> preach the Bible, man. Yes, this is a good point. Pragmatism is throwing a pizza party for the youth with the hopes that eventually they'll listen to the gospel, right? You're you're trying to supplement it with something else, right? It's, it's very popular in youth youth groups, <laughs> right? Uh, trust me, I. That was partly the reason why I went to church as a young young person. Because I was all for the pizza. Hey, you feed me, I'll come to church. You got some pretty girls, I'll go to church. But I ain't going for the, just to hear the Bible. That's how I was growing up. 
Man, they used to have Rotel at the youth groups, pizza. Hey, I, I'm in there. <laughs> I'm in there. When they open up the Bible, hey, that's the time to eat. Hey, y'all y'all keep preaching while I'm eating. While y'all eat preaching, I'm eating. I ain't listening to nothing. That's what pragmatism does. As long as you're there, as long as you're there, right? <sighs> Hopefully I answered that fully for you called Pharisees. They were teaching people that they had to obey all these different laws in order to get to God. And Jesus was like, no, 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 no. You don't have to do all those things. Like you guys are wrapping these, these, these harsh demands around people's necks that neither you nor your fathers were able to bear. Like they were teaching people false. But what do we see Jesus doing? Do we see Jesus building barriers towards them? Do we see Jesus writing them off? Do we see Jesus shaming them, humiliating them? No. We see Jesus going over to their home. We see Jesus correcting them. We see Jesus spending time with them. We see Jesus speaking the truth to them in love. We see Jesus basically building bridges towards these people rather than bearers. So if you want to be more Christ-like, try building bridges towards people. Yes, Jesus did all those things. But again... Show me one time he did that with a false teacher. I'm not aware of any. I'm not aware of any time he did that with a false teacher. Again, I, I would call Marcus. Sorry, uh, Alan Rogers. Alan Rogers. Alan Parr. Sorry, all these names in my head. <laughs> to. And yes, there's a, I don't want to even bring that up. The white guy on the screen I, I have no clue who that's supposed to be <laughs> that's another point for another time none of these were done to false teachers will alan parr give a platform to joel osteen now and build a bridge with him td jakes or creflo dollar or joyce my all these people Yeah, someone says, harsh demands, like if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. Exactly. You're exactly right. Who's the ones putting harsh demands on people? It's Alan Rogers. It's, sorry, Alan. See, I saw the comment. It's Marcus Rogers. Marcus Rogers is the one doing that. So, if there's anybody you need to be rebuking and, and confronting with the truth, it's him. Not the people who are calling him out rather than barriers. And the fourth and final principle is that building a bridge towards somebody could very well save their life. Listen, we are living in a time when you may think that people around you are doing well, but the reality is that they're... Yo, this was the saddest part to me because this is supposed to make you feel bad if you're not doing this. What? Listen to this. ...dealing with pressure. They're dealing with uh, mental illness. They're dealing with thoughts of taking their own life. They're dealing with depression and all these different things and you may not even know it and you might be that person that is guilty of building a barrier towards this person i would rather be that person that builds a bridge to them so that if they are having a weak moment where they may decide that they want to take their life you may be the very person they call and say hey brother allen i'm struggling i'm having a difficult time i know we haven't seen eye to eye but i know and trust that you want the best for me i know you've been praying for me i know you care about me hey Man, can you take talk me off of this ledge? Can you help me make uh, not make a decision that might bring my my family pain and others loved ones pain? That's the reason why we build bridges towards people and not just barriers. So, so <clears throat> if you don't build bridges with people, 
you can be at fault if someone takes their lives. You you see how condemning this actually is? This is actually very condemning um, to those who don't move like him, right? Like, well, I'm going to build a bridge because if that person tries to, you know, they get depressed, they want to harm themselves or harm others, then it won't be my fault. How about you present the truth so the blood in your hands? What what does scripture say? What does scripture say? Build, uh, build relationships so you won't be at fault? Or share the truth so you won't be at fault? Which one? I'm confused. And like I said, I'm, I'm not saying don't be friends with people. That's not what I'm saying. So you hear that? You're not hearing me right. You're not, you're not, you're not hearing me right. What I'm saying is we don't, we don't build friendship with false teachers. As someone said, this is manipulation. Absolutely. This is, this is, this is bad. <laughs> Cassie says, thanks for all those who like you, who have helped build a barrier between me and Marcus Rogers. Amen. 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 Yes, this sounds exactly like you're chasing people away from Jesus. They're already away from Jesus. What, what? Continue to say what you want to say with regards to my decision not to uh, cut Marcus Rogers completely out and to shame, humiliate uh, and put this man down. Listen, that's fine. If you want to continue to do it, if you want to make a follow up video again. No one's doing that. I've not done it. I've not shamed him, put him down, ridiculed and mocked him. I've critiqued his theology. I've warned of this false teacher. That's not the same thing as you just said. Build a wall. <laughs> right, what are we, Trump? <laughs> what is this? And that is fine as well. But what I'm going to continue to do, not only with Marcus, but with other people, is to build a bridge to love. All right. So I'm seeing a video. This ain't no prophecy, guys, but I, I, I feel it. <laughs> I feel a video with Alan Parr and Seiko coming up. <laughs> and that's pretty much all he says. I mean, it's, it's like 30 seconds left, but. <coughs> Man, um, yes, it seems Alan thinks too much of himself that unless he builds a bridge, then they won't, you know, come to faith or um, I, I don't know, whatever he thinks, you know. Um, let's see. <laughs> yeah, man, I. I, I, I don't I don't think the scripture gives us precedence to do what he's actually telling people they should do. That's my that's my point. The scripture does not tell us to. Matter of fact, if, if you're going to tell someone to do something biblically, right? Like this, this isn't advice on how to play golf or um, <laughs> let me respond to this. K-Dub just want drama. Cut it out. Alan's too serious for that. <laughs> I don't want drama. I don't want drama. I'll tell you that. If you're going to tell someone they should do something uh, biblically, you're going to give it to the church that they should model, follow after. Then you need to be coming with scripture. 
You need to be coming with scripture, right? You need to tell someone the framework and and in 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 context, right? Don't don't do the whole build bridges with people who are Christians and then you use that as examples of with false teachers. That's not what we should be doing. Yo guys, I I, I might be cutting it off here soon. Um the I I will be I will be up live tonight uh 7 p.m. central talking about baptism. Does baptism save? Well, a kind YouTube commenter commented, emailed me and wants to have a discussion on why baptism does save. So if you're interested in that, be back here in a few hours. Take a break. You know, relax, you know. But we'll be back here at 7 p.m. central talking about does baptism save? And hope you have your Bibles ready as we talk about that. But in the meantime, I wanted to make this video. I didn't think I'd be going this long. <laughs> Probably about to go hit the gym. Um, yeah, the Bible says to mark and avoid false teachers, not build bridges with them. That's absolutely right. So like this video, subscribe to the channel if you're not, click the notification bell. Um, I do all sorts of other content if you're new to this channel. Uh, someone asked me what... Sorry, didn't mean to click on that one. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. What Bible translation do you recommend, bro? I prefer... So, I, I prefer... I read it mainly from two. Two, um... Two, um, translation. That's the NASB, New American Standard Bible. And the ESV, that's the elect standard version. Just kidding, the English standard version. <laughs> I like reading those. Uh, yes, and Dina is right. Let's see if you all show up since Marcus is not the topic. Yes, you all show up when I talk about Marcus, but you're quiet when I'm not. So, <laughs> so don't say I'm always talking about Marcus when you only watch. Those are the videos we watched. <laughs> yeah, uh, interesting, right? Yasmin, congratulations on 6K. Appreciate it. Yeah, I want to do a uh, congratulations, bro, on 6K. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate your support and love, man. Um, <laughs> I want to do a live Q&A sometime, maybe this week uh, on that. So, so yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll get your questions ready, and we'll, we'll I'll answer all those questions. But tonight, like I said, uh, just be ready for, um, yeah, 165, better be here, man. I, I expect all y'all here. Since I'm not talking about Mecca Drivers, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, it's on y'all jobs to get me to 600,000. So Marcus Riders, so I can be on his level, right? Ain't that what he told me? I'm not on his level. <laughs> so I expect all y'all here, man. Y'all know how we do it here, man. Till the next time, y'all know it's grace and peace. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Grace and peace, y'all. See y'all tonight. Grace and peace.